What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of On the Back Burner podcast. Today we have Mick Falterhan, who is our distiller at Hollow Spirits, uh, once a brewer, now turned distiller, and he will be talking about the transition and some of the uh, cool things about becoming a distiller from a brewer and also some wacky uh, different directions that we go in this episode. So stay tuned, listen up, uh, Mitch and Kid, listen to the shit. Hey guys, just a reminder, I want you all to follow us right now, uh, Backburner PC on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Okay, go, go check us out right now. Make sure you hit that follow, hit that subscribe button. This is On the Backburner with executive chefs Tristan Rogers and Dominic Valenzuela. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode in the season number dose of On the Backburner podcast. My name is Chef Tristan Rogers. I'm here with... Chef Dominic Valenzuela. And we have a special guest. A very Hi. special guest. I'm, uh, I'm Mick Falterhan. Mick Falter Han. And I'm, I'm so excited to be here tonight, you guys. I've been, want, been wanting you on this show. been wanting you on this show. Legend in the beer game, now building his legacy. So he says. In the spirit game. Ooh. Tell Ooh. us. Tell us, oh, Godfather of beer. And you make it out to be where you something, started. Something super. Supreme. It, it is supreme. Uh, I, what you've done is supreme. Here is where we is where you do not be humble. All right, right? If you say so. Uh, <laughs> so so last night I was writing out my bio for you guys. Sorry, I don't have it to you yet. It's okay. It'll happen. Ruth Definitely will, by the Ruth, time this Ruth, shit comes out. Ruth wait a second, wait a second. Sure. He, he doesn't have the huh? bio? Huh? Shut it down. Shut <laughs> it down. Ruth will make sure that you get that bio soon. Don't worry. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> Okay, we're picking uh, up two months later. <laughs> Hard cut. Uh, <laughs> now, so one thing I realized last night was that I have been in the service industry for half my life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, say so I started when I was 16, like a month after, something like that. Uh, Albuquerque, born and raised. Born and Let's raised. Let's start that out. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Am I gonna get the same questions that that Steve got? No, or? no. Okay, oh, no. we got some special Good. questions Smart. for you, boy. We got some real special questions. <laughs> that sounded right. way too creepy. Well, we're here for it, one way or another. <laughs> either way, either way, questions we're will here. get answered, and they will get asked. And so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, been in Albuquerque the majority of my life. Graduated El Dorado 07. Nice. Trucking Eagles, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I uh, went to Socorro for a oh, really? uh, uh, degree in chemical engineering. Mm -hmm. Wow. Uh, four and a half years down there. Did that. But service industry, I started at Holiday Bowl when I was 16. Um, worked there... Working the lanes, taking orders, cleaning stuff up, uh, moved into the grill, uh, 
was in the kitchen. Man, I was 17. Wow. Pretty sure. 17, 18. Um, did that for a year or two before I went to college. Uh, down in Socorro, I pretended to study. <laughs> How do you pretend to study? Because you, you, you were a very intelligent man, so so you pretended, but you just knew all the information. I mean, it's a lot of keeping the books open and flipping the pages. <laughs> I, I, no, so. What was your, I, what was your GPA? Uh, major or, or overall? <laughs> overall. Overall, uh, I think two nine nine. It's not bad. It's wow. passing. Not bad. It's not bad. Right? Sandy's not going to hire you. That's what I've learned. Hey. Uh, unless <laughs> anyone's listening. We're, gonna, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 uh. We're ready for a sponsorship, <laughs> if you will. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I didn't want to sell that one. Uh, <laughs> no, so... Four and a half years in Socorro. Mm-hmm. Uh, graduated chemical engineering, been working at the bowling center up on Lomas. Can can I stop right there for a second? Like, <coughs> Go for college, it. College, Socorro. <laughs> what is that about? Okay, if you guys don't know out there, Socorro, New Mexico, is like any other city that is not Albuquerque. <laughs> <laughs> Not Santa Fe, not Rio Rancho, not if you Las, think Las... Albuquerque is a happening city. <laughs> Let me tell you, Socorro. Let me tell you about Socorro, New Mexico, guys. There is one corner. <laughs> it's not even a corner. It just runs straight through. It really does. It really does. Okay. You go to one side, it's the college. You go to one side, it's farm. It's like... Well, that to me, it's a, to it's me, it's a great city, and like every city in New Mexico has fucking value. Absolutely. Let me tell you something. Uh, there are stuff you will ne- never hear about until the day you retire uh-huh. that exists in New Mexico that is a fucking gym. Right. Good point. I don't know if Socorro is one of those, <laughs> but I love it, and it shaped me, and. New Mexico Tech is a fantastic fucking school. Yeah. I no one can no one can deny that. Um, had great experiences there, but a lot of people ask me, "What's there to do in Socorro?" And unfortunately, a lot of the time it's drink. drink. Well, there you go, boom, and that that creates the idea of think... like, hold on, why are we paying for this beer? I can make beer. <laughs> It's just chemicals. It's just mixing two things Dude, together. It is. <laughs> it I it's, it's, it's all liquid. Yeah. I can that makes sense to me. You know. And here we are. That is that's where we are. Yeah. You know so, what? I think so I was born in Las Vegas, New Mexico. Have you ever been in Las Vegas? That. I've New been Mexico? Mostly through Las Vegas, New Mexico. Same thing someone would say but... when they talk about Socorro. I have been through Socorro. Oh, no. I think those not. two cities are actually pretty much a lot similar than a lot of people might admit. Just that you're up north. 
Well, then you're more south. Right? But that's a huge difference. What's the water in like? Mexico. What's the air the like? What's the? I mean, what's, what's the sand the, like? What's the great thing to do there? Well, I moved out when I was four years old. Like I moved with my family too. Oh, okay. To <laughs> that helps. <laughs> I'm out, this bitch. That does. That does help actually. Yeah. I just picture you walking. I'm out. I can't Four years old. I can't handle this shit. I'm out. We. I got four kids. <laughs> you can tell he's been listening. <laughs> we moved out of Las Vegas when I was four. We moved to Santa Fe. Uh, but I, I started dating a, a, a girl from Las Vegas. So I recently had to, you know, not recently, but I had to go back, obviously, because her dad lived in Las Vegas. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, we lived here? Like, what are we going to do today? I told her, like, you know, we're going to hang out with your friends. Yeah, we're going to go to Walmart and drink beer in the parking lot. And I was like, <laughs> that's that's the whole plan? Sounds that's, fucking awesome. That, to that's me, weird. Why don't we just that, have man. them come here and drink beer? Like we're all of age. But but but, but really think of, But think about how cool that is to have a drink inside of or in an, a Walmart parking lot, and just think of the ideas. Knowing our brains, how they fucking work, and boom, you got Walmart. You got the resource right there. No, you know what we should do? Brr, we should have a laser tag fight. Boom, go into Walmart, <laughs> buy some fucking laser tags. That would be cool if that was actually the case. <laughs> you know what we should do? We should have a silent disco. Boom, go into that Walmart, would be cool buy a bunch of shit. If that was the fucking case. But and that's then not return it right Walmart? afterwards. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh, fucking to... return that shit real quick. <laughs> Everybody, like... open up your packages real easy. <laughs> oh, okay. We got a heat gun too if you need it. <laughs> Albuquerque mindset. Oh, come Las on, Las Vegas bro. mindset. Oh. They don't think of that shit Oh, there. such gentlemen's come from Las Vegas, New no, Mexico. No, not gentlemen. I mean, like, not gentlemen at all. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm talking about reverse that. <laughs> Savages. Savages. <laughs> mm. I'm sorry to trash all over that fucking city. I'm trashing all over Las Vegas right now. But they don't like, you know, they don't like black people there. But there, But there is a clear difference between... Las Vegas, New Me- like northern New Mexican and southern New Mexican, and so like that's that's kind of the base. Especially, maybe maybe you could help us with that, especially Mick. in their fucking vocabulary. Yeah, is is have you noticed the difference between northern southern New Mexican? I mean, I don't I don't think I've spent enough time with northern New Mexicans See, for the most part. Northern like, New Mexicans don't fuck I've, around, bro. They even they I got have, one friend that grew up in Aztec. I guess her and her brother. Yeah. But other than that... Do they talk like this? And then whenever they tell a story, it's like they do... What, <laughs> am I not supposed to do that? From New Mexico. It's, it's I true. know people... Bro, have you met Jessica, one of my I cooks? I thought that was just New Mexico. I, <laughs> I haven't noticed that. Maybe that's, that's my... Daniel, bro. That's fucking New Mexico. My privilege. Dude. Who knows? Eee, that's all sick. <laughs> That's north. That's that's northern New Mexico. But what? Uh, so, as a brewer, as a distiller, what have you noticed is like the go-to for this state, this region, as far as like when as far it comes as, to spirits? as far as what people want to drink. Yeah. yeah. 
so everything has a trend, right? Things go up, things go down. I've been a lot in the beer industry for the majority of the past decade. I've seen most of it swing towards the sweeter, richer, fuller side. Mm. And I think right now everything is pushing back more towards a crisper, lighter, uh, simpler side, Mm. if nothing else. Um, So I think lagers are... Are, you know, for the past like couple of years, I've heard a lot of stuff about loggers like taking the forefront mm-hmm. uh, from the perspective of of breweries. A lot of it is just because, for once, things have been allowed to sit around, mm-hmm. um, and really, too much of our our production, our society, in my opinion is relied on go, 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 what can we put out now? How much of it can we deliver at this moment? And right. not That's a good point. And not is this the best we can do? Right. And bloggers especially, in my opinion, benefit from just two, three, four weeks of Yeah, we could sell this right now, but let it sit. Mm-hmm. Let it let it temper for a second. This is coming from a man who's won a gold medal. Oh, this is true. We didn't even we we jumped all the way through a fair amount of history yes, here. Yes, we did. We jumped straight from college in Socorro. And we skipped that and then didn't even, we didn't talk even about touch Turtle Mountain. We're time traveling here, man. I've made things. Time doesn't matter. Oh. Boom. Boom. Whoa. Boom. Whoa. Boom. Can we get a Whoa. Hard drop. Hard mic drop, but don't <laughs> drop it because it still costs money. Okay, and we broke. So We're renting that. We're I renting that. I have to keep it closer to my mouth if I could. Keep it close to your mouth, okay? <clears throat> time doesn't matter. But let us go back in time. Time is a construct. Wow. Preach. Preach. Created by man. Preach. Truth. To measure his inevitable decay. Ooh. Or so I'm told. What the um fuck? Dang. Has any more knowledge ever been dropped on this podcast than right now? This is Dang. why I want Mick Falterhan on this show for like the Falterhan. <laughs> and so let's go back to Socorro, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> no, so graduated Socorro 2012. Uh, spent a little over a year actually trying to get into the craft beer industry. I was bartending at this time at, at Holiday Bowl, at, as mentioned. They eventually purchased Leisure Bowl right across mm-hmm, the street. Mm-hmm. Fun situation. You don't get to see a whole lot of that. And you never will again because Leisure Bowl's fucking gone. Uh, <laughs> Competing bowling alleys in Socorro. No, that was, no. That was oh, here. Oh, that, that was, was here. here. That was here. Okay. That was here. <laughs> it was back and forth. But, yeah. Yeah. <coughs> uh, Leisure my ass. Uh, so was bartending and and working at both bowl and hosting karaoke which i heard there was a huge fucking debate on on frank's episode i don't want to not now not now now. we can talk about that later i used to go to karaoke at holiday ball all the time so 
Boy, you got pipes. Oh, I'm sure you did. You got pipes. I look at these pipes. Oh, I know. <laughs> no, not right Don't now. Even. My voice is all <laughs> fucked up. You can tell. Quit shaking your head, Alex. <laughs> I love you. Just give him a taste. Just give him a little no, taste. No, not right now. Just sing a note. Not right now. I'm not ready. Ooh, the mechanics in here, the sound. Shut up, Dom. All right, all right, all right. That's it. <laughs> uh, I. Uh, for about six months, nah, six, eight months, I was pestering all the local breweries about getting in for a job somewhere. And Is it just because you wanted to make beer? Yeah, or? that was, I, so I did a, a, like a touch of home brewing uh, while I was finishing, finishing up my last semester. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was fun. I enjoyed bartending. Enjoyed the the crowd. I saw the the growth of craft brewing. Did at you, this point, so this was 2012, 2013 uh, in Albuquerque. Uh, Marble had been open five years. Um, Cumbre had been open two, three. Mm-hmm. Obviously, like Tractor Canteen, those guys have been around for a long time, but... Albuquerque, New Mexico beer is a whole different world right now right. than it was mm-hmm. a decade ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so... Did you want to get into to to flex or did you want to get in to learn and like to actually like that you had you had been dabbling a little bit but you want to actually see on a large scale what it's really about? Uh, yeah, on a large scale what it's... What can beer be? Mm-hmm. And so uh, I figured the best way was to learn from the people here in town with me. Uh, started pestering them, did look into, so I ended up going to a program in Chicago, the Siebel, Siebel program, college, Siebel, yeah. They, uh, uh, they started out as a brewing fermentation school in the, I think, early 1900s, late 1800s, made it through uh, what's the prohibition? That's the fucking one. We don't have to worry about it anymore, so I forgot about it. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) They taught people about refrigeration Mm -hmm. and how to to keep things fucking cold, because that's a very important part of brewing. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so, made it through that uh, and are one of like the two oldest brewing schools in America. Uh, they got a partnership back in Germany that, uh, say, John Heine, the the head head of brewing at uh, Marvel, did the the full program. I did just the two week deal in Chicago. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I feel like the one that he did was like. <laughs> That is like tense. that's like a three month can, course. Can, it's uh, like nine weeks in Chicago, nine weeks in wow. Berlin, or uh, somewhere in the middle of Germany. Wow! Can we, and that's, can we dive into to that just a bit? Just I feel like there is a huge point here that that can can be uh, appreciated. Here is the point of knowing the humility. I'm knowing that you've been doing this, 
but you know that it's much further along than where you're at oh, and, and where you want to learn and where maybe structured learning isn't uh, so accustomed to that or, or welcoming to that. Like what it takes for somebody who genuinely an artist who genuinely is at a point to where they're like, I want to be more. I want to, I, I have something special here. I want to get further. Oh, absolutely. There is so much more to brewing than I know in the nearly a decade that I've learned it than I could honestly hope to know. And in the past year working at Hollow, mm-hmm. like that has expanded my understanding of what fermentation, alcoholic beverages, uh, but, the industry of consumption in and of itself. But what about what they can be? What about that beginning moment when you're like, okay, I made it as far as I can get myself. Now I need some help. Like, is that is that is that a fair way of saying it? Oh, that's fair. Yeah, you know, uh, and, and like knowing when you need some help of like, okay, now I'm gonna seek out the best brewery, the best. Um, you know, distiller or whatever it is to go learn from, to go apprentice. Like these feelings of when you make this jump. Like, can you explain that a little bit to our to our listeners? I think, I think like along the lines of when you first started brewing. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, who is it that you went to to be like, teach me? <laughs> but at that point, I went to everyone. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I say I went to Marble. I went to the Cumbre. I went to. Uh, Il Vicino at that point, not Canteen. Uh, I went to Badass. I went to, like, wow. I, I went to everyone in town. I started putting stuff out in Denver, Boulder, anywhere that was doing it because I knew this was something that I was really enjoying. I understood, and I saw the potential of where it was going to become right. in the next five, ten 20 years, you know, mm-hmm. and like it's it is almost everything I I saw that it would be the past couple of years have been a whole nother world that, you know, no one saw coming. Right. But it's been an adventure. So the jump. For sure. The, the jump, jump from you. like. Well, I mean, uh, well, let, before we get to the jump. Let's talk about your award. All right. Okay. That is a just the one. That's still that's a, all I really have. But it's still a good award. A very prestigious award. What Tell is us that? about it. Your gold medal. So, before we go right to the gold medal, let's catch up a sec and started at Marble Brewery. Learned. So much from all of the guys there started on the ground floor, building case boxes, loading empty glass onto a conveyor belt, taking full glass off of a conveyor belt, stuffing boxes, fucking making stuff happen 10 hours a day, like showing them that repetition, we can fucking move. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. Did that for three. I was at Marvel for three years. Uh, did all the packaging stuff for 
roughly a year, moved into the cellar where you're handling what is like actually beer. It's not finished beer, but it's been brewed. There's there's a whole tiered level of brewer cellar packaging where it's raw ingredients become a nearly finished product. This nearly finished product gets refined and this refined product gets packaged distributed. Mm-hmm. And so you start from packaged distributed up through learning how to initially create beer. How you how are you going to put all of this together into something that is going to be a great product, but along the way you have to know how are you going to take care of this product mm. so that when somebody goes to the store and buys a six pack of it, you know that that is the best thing that you could be putting in that can, mm-hmm. in that bottle. Refrigerated temperatures. Absolutely. Pretty much and the like, hassle. The so hassle much more of it is like right? hoping that the the grocery store, the, the liquor store mm-hmm. is putting it in a cold storage and not like on a shelf right next to the exhaust of the refrigerator so it's hitting 90 degree air for no room for error it happens Mm -hmm. and so folks don't be uh, there's a lot of things that go into enjoying a good beer and on that note dip a good Nice. I hope y'all know. Dippa, double so, IPA yeah. out here. Quick sure. shout out. We spent. I spent today at Marble Brewery. Yes, did. Brewing a collaboration with Marble, Nexus, and the Wellstand Foundation uh, to to, to celebrate the wonderful African American heritage that our community thrives from. Uh, we've all been affected by it more than we know, mm-hmm. whether or not we want to acknowledge it. Uh, but I'm excited for w- what we're going to be able to pour this next month. Oh, I'm excited. And so, uh, on that note, I'm drinking Gold. a Marvel double IPA. Nice. Gold metal. And so, um, tell us about it. So after I left Marble, I started as the head brewer at Turtle Mountain, um, which is a fucking treasure in New Mexico, yeah. I have to say. Uh, Food-wise, beer-wise, they've been around 23 years now, 24 years mm-hmm. maybe. Mm-hmm. 99, 23. 23. And me, Good yeah. Good man. Uh, great fucking, they just opened a uh, location Alba Bernalillo, Enchanted Hills. Mm-hmm. Go check that out. Did they really? They did. Yeah, uh, sure. I think New Year's it, it finally wow. it finally opened up, and so he's been working on that for a while. And so they uh, just a solid, friendly pub environment right. where it's nothing, nothing to the level of the food that you make, Chef. I'm I'm not nearly familiar enough with uh yours down to to comment but like it's okay turtles food is comfortable right it is it's, it's everything been, it's it's, it's, it's hearty yeah. and the beers match that right and they had been around for 18 years 
when I came on board with them. Uh, the previous brewer left to become the head brewer of Bosque at the time. And uh, as far as I'm aware, I was the first one he asked if mm-hmm. if this was what I wanted to do. And so was happy to take the role and and run my own brewery for a change. Mm-hmm. It was a bunch of adventures. Um, Can I ask? And then a year and a half later. Oh, I'm sorry. If, I, I, I want to ask real quick. Can you tell the community by the beer of choice in a certain region? You know, say, like, you know, because the way you, the way you presented that was uh, a working class. Like, the working class can definitely... That's actually a good question. You know, like, the working class is the foundation of any community. You know? I mean, I no, I think that's a great question, actually. You know, and um, so the beer of choice, what we go to, what we're trying to get to. Great question that could have been asked after your story, but I'm sorry, I just, <laughs> just I felt the urge, man. You know me, man. You know me. I gotta jump in there. I gotta Good jump in question. there. You skip it a little bit. I gotta I jump you don't in. Skip. You skip, you kinda like you kinda hopscotch. <laughs> Just saying. All right. Well, my bad. My bad. <laughs> nah, I like it. I appreciate it. This is Bear's sweater. I'm going to answer it, but <laughs> okay. after my story. Okay. Got and it. if I forget, Alex, you're responsible. Remember, we're on a, Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyways. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I don't know if you can identify a community by what their beer choice is. Um, I don't know if I've been subjected to enough diversity to really do that. Mm-hmm. I'll say I've bounced between a couple places here in Albuquerque, Rio Rancho and, and seen how that is diversified from a Metro center downtown to more of a suburb outskirt. Mm-hmm. And there is definitely more of a, I do think like brighter, Fruity, flavorful. I don't want to say flavorful because the the richer depth of stuff that moved consistently up at Turtle just isn't the same as as what moves downtown. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, but moving a sour a sour beer uh, goes anything like that is. I mean, it's difficult downtown yeah but it's impossible once you get out of that mm-hmm. and so yeah it seems like the sweeter stuff is more along the lines of like the downtown knob hill kind of like younger right younger crowd. once you start to get away from the center you mm-hmm. want something it's all about the hardy the get me there, yeah. get me now. Consistent, rich stuff. And so, uh, started Turtle 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, month and a half, well, like three months later, married my wife. Uh, Congratulations. Fantastic influence in my life has enabled me to chase my dreams beyond what I could possibly imagine. There you go. Uh, month after that, my brother was diagnosed with a glioblastoma, which had a vivid impact on my life in general. 
Um, the gold medal was a shining moment through all of that. Uh, it occurred about a year later, a year and a half later. Uh, he was able to, he was still around and understood what I was trying to take off with. Mm-hmm. Um, but his, his illness impacted me hugely. And uh, my time at Turtle was really overshadowed a lot by that experience of trying to deal with that. Mm-hmm. And so I, a lot of my friends and, and acquaintances and, and everyone around me do put a lot of emphasis on this medal because like I, gold medals, it should be fucking celebrated. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, when I got it, I was at one of the darkest times in my life. And so I don't know if I've ever had the true appreciation for, for what it is, what it represents and what it really means for what I'm capable of. Right. Because when it happened, I was very focused on him, his life, the end of his life. Which did eventually come, uh, December twenty nineteen. Um, it's hard every day. Yeah, I think about him all the time. Fucking love him. I'm so glad he didn't have to experience the past two years, mm-hmm. because what 2020, 2021 and whatever the future holds is so far beyond what he or I ever thought this world would become. And so on one level, I'm very glad that his experience didn't have to know any of this. He lives through you, bro. He lives through you. Everything that you do now is he's seen it. He's there observing. He's clapping. Whether you hear it or not, he's there. You know, so. No, I believe it. (laughs) Congratulations to you and all your continued successes and what you are bound to accomplish. You know, but don't let that. Don't don't let the end of something like appreciate the end of something. I'm sorry for this. (laughs) Appreciate the end of something because it's always the beginning of something else. It's always the beginning of something else. Something greater is coming. You know, with any bad point in my life, I look at it now as like. The sun is good. The sun is gonna come back mm-hmm. and shine brighter than it ever has once I get through this dark time. Mm-hmm. So, anybody listening, whatever dark time you're going through, fight through that mm-hmm. because the sun is gonna shine and it's gonna shine so fucking bright, man. So stick through it and just know that 
whoever we're leaving behind, they're still there. You know, and we're we're getting through it. We're getting through it together. And that it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to experience. It's okay to lose. Because at the end, we're all going to win. As long as we keep that mindset. I, I, was, I was expecting this, though. We have to excuse us. Make a, you know, like... Wow. See, I was expecting it, and it's still See, fucking... You know what, dude? Like, I just know this is what's going to come. <laughs> so, I've been looking forward to, to recording this with you guys. Like, no, this is... I think... What you guys are putting together here is an important deal. There's not enough being talked about in any industry about the well-being of an individual and what what our lives entail and all the things we have to put together in order to make it all happen and to bring to light, you know, the folks that are putting together the good times for all you folks, Mm -hmm. enjoying those meals, enjoying those beers. Like there's a lot of pain all throughout it. And we've all been pushing forward for a long time, Yeah, Mm -hmm. you know, and in the service industry, it really doesn't seem like there's an end in sight. It's just put your head down, do your best, and keep going. When the shift's over, you can cope as you have to. Right. You know, but it's <clears throat> there are those positive coping mechanisms that we can we can lean towards more yeah. than we can others, and I think that is something that that we need to do more. You know, is just look at those alternatives more, you know, um, alcohol, drugs, those are the easy go-to, especially when we're in the industry of brewing or we we have a bar right as we're walking out the door and we have a discount, Mm -hmm. you know, an employee discount, 50% off, whatever it may be, Mm -hmm. two free beers as you walk out. When I was the chef in San Diego and we had a full bar, I was against us chefs having a two drink like tab at the end of our shift because of just what I know what it can lead to. I'm not saying I don't enjoy alcohol, but it's, we, we have to understand it fully, you know, like it handed to you is something entirely different. And the age of, of, of individuals that we have coming into this, this industry that in the experience that we have coming into this industry, they're not ready for it. Yeah. When everything is that accessible, you have to have the power to walk away. Exactly. Turn it down. And, and, and you only get that (coughs) through experience. So it, it only leads to a vicious cycle and I'm against it in, in, in that aspect. But, I, the craft side of it, I love it. I love the passion behind it. Everybody who's involved in it, we're all trying to be out there to supply to the consumer 
and to to serve, you know, and to make something that that people can appreciate and people can acknowledge and to put on a pedestal. And it's just a hard line to 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 cut. To manage, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, like absolutely, I totally agree with what you're saying. I mean, we uh, we make money off of. Off of a celebration, vice. yeah. Off of sadness. Off of a poison. Off of honestly, in I mean, my opinion, yeah, you don't. Yeah. You, you. No, it's the you same have, thing. You have some Glut- purity in gluttony. you. Gluttony. Me, myself. Gluttony is, it's, 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 yeah, it's when, line, when the dude. shit you make is that delicious, sure. I mean, yeah, I will suck the bone marrow out of that. <laughs> don't even come at me, but chef. We don't have a lot of time left, but I do want to touch on something, and it's. My bone marrow. No, no, I don't want to talk about it. Uh, look for the spring menu, though. Uh, any minute now. Come on. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, we have to. Time is a construct. Um, I just want to touch real quick because we don't have a lot of time left. But the jump from breweries or from beer to alcohol to spirits. Tell me about, tell me about your, your take on it. Uh, okay. So if we want to sum this up fairly quick, one of my biggest revelations moving from making beer to making spirits, high proof stuff that then go to a bartender and they put out is that I'm far from the end. all be all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there's a couple people down the line that are going to put this ingredient, a couple other ingredients together, make something that is a gorgeous pre- presentation and and get that to our clients, our patrons, our guests. Wow. You know? Um, when I was brewing, it felt, especially at Turtle Mountain, when I was a head brewer, I had an assistant. That's it. Not too unlike still at hollow but it felt like that line between myself and what what my guests were having was a lot finer and now i realize that i'm just just a piece putting together other pieces for a few other folks down the line to to make it all all happen and really it's not that not that much I can do. Stop selling yourself short, Mick. You're a fucking gem. You're a fucking national treasure right. in my mind. Look, look. But not we, a national treasure is not immune to our backburner. No, they're not. So that's why you gotta go through it, bro. You say so. We do say so. So, this is the time where we put 60 seconds on the clock. Rapid fire questions coming your you way. I know, I know you're just going to crush this shit. So, hold on. Let me you get go my first. notes. I got to get my notes. You, okay, first. I'm going to go first. Hold on. Wait. I still got to get my notes. Hold on. Hold on. We, we don't got the time. Don't man. you tell me I can get time. <laughs> bum, time bum, is. Bum. 
Time. Time is what? Is a construct. It's a construct. Created by man to measure. Okay, you ready? His inevitable decay. <laughs> See, we have Mick Falter on here. You got a voice for radio. We have, love we have Mick Falter on here. Put that on my resume. That okay, is so you ready? smooth, man. All right. Let's do this. It was probably too close. It was amazing, actually. All right, 60 seconds on the clock. You want to go first? I got this. All right, and go. Favorite generic beer? Generic? Miller Lite. Shout out to my dad. I'm so glad you're still here. More flavor, less filling. Fruity Pebbles or Fruit Loops? Pebbles. Uh, Favorite Pop-Tart? Cinnamon, mm. summer brown, or brown fall? Sugar, summer or fall? Summer. Uh, favorite fast food? Oh, man. Probably Taco Bell. Nice, nice. my guy. Selma Hayek or Dua Lupa? Selma. <laughs> Selma. Hard Selma. Oh, favorite movie all time? Monty Python and Holy Grail. Ooh, oh, okay, nice, okay. Arnold nice. or Stallone? I learned a lot more from Stallone. Favorite, <laughs> I gotta say. Favorite place you've never been? Mm. I mean, I gotta get this one in. Uh, favorite place I've never been is probably fucking like Cologne or Berlin or Ooh. somewhere in Germany. Nice. I, I, <coughs> dude, I've been out of. The U.S. once for a day. Sounds yeah. like. And it was on a cruise ship with my high school show choir, but you got to get that story on the second fucking Wait episode. That's, that's some so, 007 GoldenEye shit. Wait a minute. Like, oh, he dropped the mic. But <laughs> very, <laughs> but very, very discreetly. Big Falter Han, thank you so much for being here, bro. Big Falter Han! Yeah, seriously, went into a completely different turn that I expected, but yet still... All four walls of this fucking room. Seriously. I, I think that you. was my first time crying on air, man. So it's actually, Thank you. Yeah. Thank Happy you for that for it, guys. Thank I, you for that release. I've been looking forward to and panicking for this evening for a while, but oh. I'm, I'm happy to have made it happen. I'm glad that you were here, and I'm glad that we recorded this, because it's amazing. Uh, Chef Tristan Rogers. Chef Dominic Valenzuela. And uh, Mick Falter Han, you guys. Mick Falter Han! <laughs> Quit that. Sorry. Jesus. It just sounds right. Mitch, take us out of here before you. <laughs> Pretty please. <laughs> Follow us at BackburnerPC on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Recorded and produced in Albuquerque, New Mexico. On the Backburner is hosted by Tristan Rogers of Hollow Spirits Distillery and Dominic Valenzuela of Taco 10. Produced by Three Birds Digital LLC. Directed by Volick Media and Marketing. Audio engineered and edited by Mitch Pavalko. Podcast intro recorded and produced by Randy Savage. Find him at savagevo.com. Original music by Rocky Rhodes. Check out his music at soundcloud.com forward slash K-R-Z-M-A. I'm feeling myself, I'm feeling myself, I'm feeling you too. Yo. Yeah. What up, Queen? What it do? It's been a minute since I seen you. I wonder what you been doing. Yeah, you probably doing what it
from beta, baby mama. Yeah, don't be afraid to tell me what's the matter. Huh. I pull up in a Grammy Yada. I'm just a good fella like Rayleigh Yada. And you know you got that good love. Yeah, you know your boy trying to pull love. Cause you know about that real hip hop girl. And I've been going through a lot, girl. My heart pump blood, but it's caged up. And you know you got the keys to the lock, girl.